Welcome to the Dear Sister Podcast, a weekly, raw, and transparent conversation discussing topics centered around issues that most women face, but that we rarely discuss out of fear that we are the only ones experiencing them. So get ready to laugh, cry, but most importantly, be ready to heal. I'm your host, Jessica Janae. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of the Dear Sister Podcast. Um, I am your host, Jessica Janae. I have been kind of like dreading making this episode and I will explain to you why in a few minutes, but I am so happy to be back. Um, If you didn't notice, I did not release a new episode on last Monday, so maybe you use that time to, um, I don't know catch up on all the episodes maybe you got a chance to listen to some of your other um podcasts but I did not release a new episode last week and that is something I will share with you also today um and I cannot blame it on the hurricane that did not come my way you know we got some rain and some winds from um Hurricane Florence, but it did not hit the area that I live in as bad as it did some of the other areas. Um, So my heart and prayers definitely go out to those places, especially those rural areas that have been impacted by Hurricane Florence. Um, So let's get right into the show. Um, Today's show is very... I feel like this is a therapy session for me, so I really don't know what today's title will be. I'm sure after I finish recording and I'm putting the episodes together, you know, a catchy title may come to me, but I just need to talk. (laughs) And, you know, a lot of women come to me and say, you know, thank you for being so transparent. Thank you for being like a voice for me because I've been going through the same thing. And so today I'm going to kind of be that voice for myself. So there's no really, I guess, no format on how this episode is going to go. I'm just going to tell you what's been going on with me and some of the nuggets that I have I have been receiving over the past few days. Um, I got my box of tissue ready because I may cry because y'all know, well, those of you who know me know that I am a crybaby. Um, and so I'm going to try to record most of this episode without crying and without breaking down. But um, these past two weeks, y'all, have been a struggle for me. And I can't really say anything bad has been happening. Um, so I thank God for that. Nothing bad has really happened to me. But spiritually... I have just been off my rocket. Spiritually, I have been on E. Spiritually, I have been, I want to say confused, but I I guess I could say confused. Um, So my question to you and to myself is, you know, I made an episode about hope and being hopeful. And I actually need to go listen to that episode myself. But I got to the point about two weeks ago where I started to lose my hope. Um, I started to lose my faith just a little bit. And I asked the question, like, why am I doing this? Like, what am I doing this for? It gets to a point or it got to the point for me when you just really ask God. Okay, God, so I'm doing everything that I, f- I feel like you want me to do. So why isn't anything changing? I've stopped doing the things that I used to do, but nothing's changing. Um, I've tried to be more intentional with things, how I spend my time, who I give my attention to, places that I go, and nothing seems to be changing. God, I'm finally using my gift of you know, in inspiring other people. Um, I feel like I'm walking in purpose. So, God, why isn't anything 
changing. Like, why, when, when will it be my time? When will it be my turn to receive the things that I really want? And so I got to that point where I was just like, you know what? Bump it. <laughs> so last Monday when I didn't release a episode, it wasn't because Hurricane Florence came or didn't come. It's because when I tried to sit down in my recording area to record, nothing came out because I got tired. I got tired. I got tired of being in the season that I'm currently in. And so last weekend, I was kind of like in a funk. Like, you know, I was around friends. So I put on a bright face. I put on a smile. So nobody could tell or would be able to tell. Like, internally, I was battling some things. Um, but I kept a straight face for everybody. I had on a mask for everybody that I was around. And so when I got home Sunday night, or no, Sunday. I got home Sunday. Um... I prayed and I told God, I just had to be honest with him. Cause a lot of times we try to hold it back from God and God already knows like what we need. He knows what we're going through. He knows all of that. Um, and I literally, literally told God, I was straight up with him. I said, God, I am, I am tired. I'm tired. I'm losing my hope. The things around me look nothing like what your word says. I'm trying to do what I feel like you want me to do. I'm trying to make better decisions. And I'm tired. Because right now, I just want to give up. And I'm not saying like on no drastic measures like give up. But I was ready to just be like, bump this podcast, bump everything else. Like, just do what I need to do. Go to work. Come home. Mind my business. But quick point. The pastor said today, he said, there's a difference from having a calling and just being ambitious. Because when you're ambitious, you may open up a new business and decide that you don't want to do that business no more. So you leave it. But when you have a calling on your life, that's not something that you can just put down and leave it alone because even if you may try to put it down eventually you're gonna have to pick pick it back up so I was just like ready to just throw the towel so I told God I said God I need a word like I need a word because right now my hope is low um I don't know who to talk to I don't know who to confide in because I'm supposed to be the one that everybody else comes to So, God, what should I do? Like, I need a word from you, God. Like, I need a word. And if I don't get a word from you, I really don't know what my mindset's going to be. But I need a word. And so, I listened to a word on Monday um, on YouTube. And I'm trying to figure out, let me see if I can remember the title of it. Um, Hold on, y'all. So, I'm going to YouTube to try to see if I can find... um, the title of wait for it. Okay. So that was the first message. And I took a few nuggets for, from that, that, um, sermon It's called wait for it. And it's by Dr. Matthew Stevenson. You should definitely check it out. Um, and so I took a few nuggets, but you know, once I, I got, I was listening to it on my way. Well, getting ready for work, listen to it. So throughout the day, Things just kept, like, my kids were kind of off the chain that day. So everything that I had listened to that morning, I just went out the window, right? And so I prayed again that night. I was like, God, I need a word. Because one thing I have I know is that whenever I feel like this, I have to get to my word. And I need a word. So I was reading my Bible more. I was journaling more these past two weeks. But I still told God, like, I need a word. I need a word. I need a word. So when Wednesday came here for Bible study, this past Wednesday, I got up and I was just like, God, like I was praying all day, like, God, okay, I need, whenever I get to Bible study today, I need a full word from you. Like I need something that is going to resonate with me and my spirit. God, I need you because I need a word. And so the the title of the message was, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. 
Y'all, I started tearing. I started crying on the sermon title alone or the Bible study message title alone. It's going to be okay. And he came, Pastor Sims came from Romans chapter 8, um, verses 35 through 37. And I'm going to revisit those um, as I get to my points in a little, a few minutes. Um, but then today... I went to church again, and again, I'm walking in expectancy because, expectation, excuse me, because I need more word. Because right now, the enemy is using my doubts. He's using my, what I see, my circumstances right now. He's using all of that against me. And so, God, I need more of your word. I need more of your word. Like, I trust your word, and I believe, but God, I need you to help my unbelief. I need you to help my areas of unbelief. I need you to help my areas of doubt. I need you to help my fears or my areas of insecurity, my areas of fear, my areas of low confidence. Like I just need you to help. I need you to speak to all those areas, God. Um, and so today's message was it's your season. Again, I could have cried over that message title alone by itself um so God definitely gave me a word y'all so I want to say whenever you're going through something and you really just need some type of advice you need some wisdom you need some insight go to God because I did not go to anybody these past two weeks um I eventually texted one of my older cousins like at 12 o'clock in the morning. And I was just like, hey, I don't know who to talk to, but I really need to talk to you. I really like I don't ever go to nobody with my problems, but I'm just at this point, I have to talk to somebody or I'm really going to just flip out. <laughs> and so um, my cousin, she texted me back and was like, she texted me the next morning. It was just like, you know, I'm here for you always. Never forget that. Just let me know when is a good time to talk, whatever. And I never actually like went to my cousin. I need to text her and let her know that I'm okay, but I never called or texted her back because I just, when I woke up the next morning, I was like, oh crap, somebody knows that I'm not all together. Somebody knows that I'm hurting right now. And that was the most uncomfortable thing. Um, and I don't know if you've seen Napoli Ever After with Sanaa Lathan. It released this past Friday on Netflix, you should definitely see it. But I could relate to that girls in so many ways because that's just a, that's another episode, like a whole nother topic of making people think that you have it all together and that you're all okay when you're really not. Um, but I just need to talk to somebody. So I told God, like, I need a word. So whenever you're going through something, tell God that you need a word and he or you need somebody to pour into you. And I, I'm a witness that that's exactly what he'll send to you. So I have a few a few um, little notes that I, re- I wrote down um, at the church today. And I want to share with you um, some things that I've taken away, whether it was the Holy Spirit talking to me, whether it's from a Bible study on this past Wednesday or church service today or... Um, some dreams that I've been having. These are some things that um, have been shared with me. So I want to share them with you because I know one thing that I do know is that as a daughter of the Most High um, and being a part of a kingdom family, that I'm not the only person who is experiencing what I'm experiencing. And the devil will try to make you think that you're by yourself. But I want you to know that you're not alone, that you're not by yourself, and that you're not the only person that is sometimes up and then you're sometimes down. Because a lot of people may think, oh, Jess, she's always happy. She has it all together. She doesn't do this. She doesn't make mistakes. And that is far, far from the truth, y'all. These past two weeks, I have been spiritually a hot mess. And again, nothing bad has happened, but it gets to a point where... You want to stay like, you want to hold on to the word that God has spoken to you. You want to hold on to the visions that he's giving you. But sometimes life will make you think, is it really going to happen? And I got to that point. And I thank God that I'm slowly coming out of that point. Um, I'm still there just a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Um, But I'm still praying over myself and I'm praying that God will speak to every area of me that doubts him. 
every area of me that doubts the plans that he has for my life, every area that doubts the visions that he's given me, every area that doubts the prophecies that have been spoken over my life, everything, all of that, all of those areas that are not of him, I want God to speak to those things, those dark areas. I want God to shed his light into those areas. And so it would be a disservice to anybody who God has assigned to, you know, my voice to allow you to go week from week or week to week thinking that just because somebody that you listen to through a podcast has it all together. Um, cause that's a lie. <laughs> and so here are a few tips or a few notes that I got throughout this week. The first thing is, um, so Hurricane Florence did not come, right? Hurricane Florence, everybody, I got out of work. I got an email Monday, that Monday, um, that schools, that the governor had closed all the schools or he would be closing down all schools until further notice due to the hurricane so that people could evacuate, right? And so, um, I mean, all of my family members, my friends, we were all preparing. I even stayed with um, two of my friends because we were like, well, let's just stay together so that we can make sure everybody's good. You know, they know that I'm a single female. So they was like, let's just all stay together. We can look out for each other, put our resources together. So if the hurricane hits bad, we'll be good to go. Honey, I brought so many groceries, things I don't even eat. Like I brought sandwich meat. I brought bread. I brought all the things that you can think of for this hurricane before payday. <laughs> So I was spending a lot of money before my payday, okay? Um, and I saw a joke on social media. It was like, you know, Hurricane Florence shows the wrong week to hit because it wasn't a pay week. You know what I'm saying? And so fast forward to Sunday, I got all these groceries I've prepared. Um, I've even unplugged my um, TVs and all the other stuff just to make sure that nothing like blew nothing out. And so when I got home Sunday and it was only a little bit of rain, you know, stuff that I'm used to, and I had to bring all these groceries back upstairs, God reminded me, he said, what if people prepare for my blessings the way that they prepare for this hurricane that did not come? I was taking, first of all, I didn't even watch the news. I did not watch the news. So what I was, the information that I was getting about Hurricane Florence came from my mom, um, my friends, or social media. I was not, I did not watch the news about this hurricane. So I was just going based upon what people were saying, right? So, um, I was prepared based off of what people were saying. So God asked me, well, how, how would it look if you prepare for the same blessings that I promised you that you know are coming? Because see, his word cannot return to him void. So if God spoke it, it's going to happen. And so what if I prepared myself and prepared my space and my mind and my just everything in my circle? What if I prepare for the blessing, even though I don't see it yet, but God spoke it. So that should that should settle it. You know what I'm saying? So what if we prepared ourselves for God's blessings for our lives the way that we prepare for a hurricane that didn't even touch all of us? And then I told you I bought all these groceries before payday. So it wasn't like I had a huge budget to work with, but I bet you I got those groceries. A lot of us, and I don't know who this is for, a lot of us are not stepping out and doing what God has instructed us to do because it looks like we don't have the resources. But I bet you you found a way to get those hurricane snacks and to get that sandwich meat. So some of us need to walk and prepare as if what God has told us is about to come in a few days. Prepare like it's coming. Because you see, meteorologists get it wrong all the time. Social media gets it wrong all the time. But God's word is, is true. It's alive and it's well. And for and I'm so mad at myself for... Um, I'm mad at myself for... For a few moments, forgetting that, that God's word settles it. If he said it, that's it. So, yeah, I don't know who that was for. Because that, that wasn't even in my notes, but I, I just thought about it. Um, the next thing is, um, the real first note that I have is know what season you're in. Today at church, the message was, it's your season. And he took it from Ecclesiastes. 
Ecclesiastes, excuse me, chapter 3, verses 1 through 15. And basically that scripture talks about how there is a time for everything under under the sun. And I'm going to try to pull up. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'll read some of it so that you can kind of get an understanding of um, what I'm talking about. Hold on. Ecclesiastes chapter three, verses one through five. It says there is an occasion for everything and a time for every activity under the sun or excuse me, under heaven. A time to give birth and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to throw stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to avoid embracing, a time to search and a time to count as loss, a time to keep and a time to throw away and i'm gonna stop right there um because you can go and read it yourselves but a few things i took away from this message a lot of times we say you know it's our season it's my season you know something good happens it's my season this happens oh it's my season and the pastor say it's everybody's season but the important thing is to know what season you're in and y'all when he said that it was like a blow to the head like it is my season. And for I thought, because if honestly the season I'm in, it feels like God is not doing anything. It feels like I'm literally going from day to day to day to day. And I'm grateful to be alive. But, but for the past two weeks, I just felt like God was overlooking me. I felt like God did not, he wasn't concerned that I've been trying to live a life that's more pleasing to him. That I'm trying to be more of a woman with integrity i'm trying to be a godly woman and i felt like i was a brat honestly i just felt like i was doing it for nothing because god's not paying me attention even though i know he's always there he's always present he's all knowing my flesh told me that god is not paying you no attention just like he's not paying you no attention but i was reminded today that it is my season you just have to know what season you're in. There's a season for everything under the sun. There's a season where you're going to be up, but there may be a season where you're going to be down. There's a season to be planting, and then there's a season for harvesting, taking in everything that you've worked hard for. And honestly, the season that I'm in, if I'm honest with myself, is a season where I should be by myself. I should be planning, planning with this podcast, planning with all the ideas that God has placed inside of me, like, but I've been trying to skip this season. And I was ready to give up because I'm trying to get to the next season and I haven't even completed or been dealing with this season that I'm in responsibly. So you have to know what season you're in. You have to ask yourself, self, what season are you in? And when you understand the season that you're in, that will help you be more intentional about how you move. I'm going to be completely honest. I have been chilling with this particular guy um, because, you know, every now and then we get a little lonely and we want some companionship. And I'm just going to be honest. You know, there are some people who I'm going to just be honest on my platform. OK, my flesh gets weak and I've been celibate for the past few months. Of course, I've shared in previous episodes. I have to start over quite a few times, um, but for the past few weeks, I have been chilling with this particular guy. And today I was reminded, Jessica, you're in a season of singleness. You're in a season of singleness. That don't mean you need to be chilling. If you want some comfort, you better pray. You better find a hobby. You better do something. You could be working on these ideas that God has given you. Ladies, we got to know what season we're in. When you're and here are some few notes that I got from church today. Um, when you're in building season, you can't get rest like everyone else. When you in, uh, when you understand the season that you're in, it will influence your activity. In this season, you have to think and like you have to literally meditate on the scripture. If I had been meditating on the scripture like I was supposed to, 
the past two weeks probably wouldn't have been so hard because instead of running to the scripture, eventually I ran to the scripture. But when I start started feeling myself getting a little shaky, I didn't pick up the scripture. I'm just going to be honest. So you have to meditate on his word day and night. You also have to settle on what God has said. Not what it looks like around you. Because right now, this season does not, it looks far away from what God has told me. It looks far away from the um, visions he's given me. It looks far away from the the things that people have prophesied over my life. Like, it just looks so different from what God has told me is going to happen for my life. And for a quick second, I really stopped focusing on what God said. And I was focusing on what it was looking like. Your seasons are not going to look the same. Winter does not look like summer. Summer does not look like fall. Your seasons are not all going to look the same. But just because your seasons don't look the same does not take away from what God has spoken over your life. It does not take away from the promises he has made you and he has made for me. Another thing in this season, you can't go back to something God has delivered you from. Another transparent moment, because I got so uncomfortable in this season, I went and had sex. Not because, you know, I felt pressure to have sex or because um, I really liked the person. That was my comfort zone. A lot of times when we get into an uncomfortable season, we'll go back to what comforts us. Sex comforts us because it's the one thing that I control. I can control whether or not I open my legs up. And I'm just being 100% real. And I feel like this is a non-judgment zone. Um, But I went back to sex for comfort. Of course, I've like repented and I'm praying that God will help me to get away excuse me for using that as a comfort thing because some people use food for comfort when they're going through stuff some people use I don't know I don't know shopping for comfort but I know deep down dealing with myself over these past like these past two weeks like after I got over myself and God started to deal with me and help me to start looking at things internally I noticed that that is the one thing that I always fall back on because it's the one thing that I can determine on whether I do or not. It's the one thing that I can control. And that has all. And if I'm honest with myself, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. It's like, oh my God. If I'm so honest with myself, it's the one thing that I've always used. It's sex. Y'all, oh my God. I just having a revel- I had a revelation for myself just now. Oh my gosh. Sex has always been the one thing. My parent, I felt like I grew up in this. People, what people thought was like this perfect family, which was far from the truth. Um, I was like this ideal daughter. People in my community, my, my community loved me. My church loved me. My family loved me. And so they thought that I was perfect. So I tried to make sure growing up that I dotted every I and I crossed every T. But when I got exposed to sex and was able to like well not able but when I started having sex it was the one thing that I could could control and that's crazy that at 27 today while I'm recording this I'm just now realizing that that's crazy thank you God thank you God Mm. And the last thing, um, let me go back to this scripture so that you can, because the next thing that I'm about to say is, let's go to, it was Psalms 1. So he also came from Psalms, Psalm chapter 1. Let me get to it. Verses 1 through 3. It says, how happy is the one who does not walk in the advice of the wicked or stand in the pathway with sinners or sit in the company of mockers. Instead, his delight is in the Lord's instruction and he meditates on it day and night. He is like a tree planted beside flowing streams that bears its fruit in its season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. And Pastor Sim says the person who usually withers is the one who can't adjust to the season. 
And he got that from his scripture. I'm going to read it again. Psalm chapter 1, verse 3. He is like a tree planted beside flowing streams that bears its fruit in its season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. The person, the reason that we wither, the reason why I had my little meltdown these past two weeks is because I did not adjust to the season. I was expecting my seasons to all look the same. And I was expecting God because I decided to finally walk in purpose this season. I was I was plan I was expecting God to adjust to the season that I want to be in and not for me to adjust to the season that he has me in. That's good, y'all. I'm preaching to myself. Like, I don't know who else is going to get something from this today whenever you listen to this, but I'm like speaking to myself. Um, the second tip, so the first one is know what season you're in. The second thing, you have to grow up. Y'all, I've, 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 I've known God since I was a child, but I did not develop my own personal relationship with God, like outside of my relationship, outside of my parents' relationship with God. I didn't develop my own personal relationship until I became, um, until I was like a freshman in college. And so back then, like I could pray for something and it would just happen automatically. And it was like the older I get or the older I got, the deeper I got into God, it didn't work that easy. And so it got to a point, like, and even these past two weeks, like, I'd be throwing temper tantrums when I don't get something that I want or that I feel that I deserve, and I'm putting deserve in air quotes. Some of us need to grow up. We are not babies in Christ anymore. So he's not going to pacify us the way you may see a newer Christian or somebody who just developed a relationship with God and it seems like everything's happening for them left to right. And here you are years in, in the God, you know, you years in with your relationship with God. It's like, okay, God, like, what about me? Like, I'm praying hard. I'm fasting. What about me? And God told me today during this message of learning about seasons, you got to grow up, Jess. You got a baby in, in God no more. You're still learning and you grow more and more. You know, every round with God gets higher and higher and gets sweeter and sweeter. But you're not a child. Like, you're not a baby anymore. And God is definitely not a genie. And you be speaking all this stuff about being hopeful and having faith. And God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all. But when something doesn't go your way, you're quick to act like a two-year-old brat in God. Grow up. So I'm challenging you, whoever's listening to this, to grow up. I understand when we first got, you know, our started building our own personal relationship with God, like, you know, things may have seemed to come quicker, but that's how our faith grew. And now that our faith has matured, we need to mature a little bit more too. God is not a genie. God does not work on our timetable. We're working on his and thank God that we work on his. Thank God, because Ecclesiastes, let me go back to it. This was my favorite part of today's um, scripture. It says, I know that everything, this is Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 14. I know that everything God does will last forever. There is no adding to it or taking from it. God works so that people will be in awe of him. So I'm so glad that God does not move when I feel like he should move or he doesn't do everything that I want him to do. Because if he did, my stuff would not last. If I try to do it my way, it's not going to last. If I try to go out here and get a relationship just because I see everybody else getting a relationship and I desire I desire companionship, um, it's not going to last. So I thank God for that. And oh, and while I'm right here, y'all, let me tell y'all what God reveals what God revealed to me the other day. I don't know what I want. I do not know what I want. I have this full list of things that I want in a man on my vision board, y'all. And I have dealt with different men who um possess some of those qualities. And none of them have satisfied me. First of all, no man will ever fully satisfy me. (laughs) Fully be able to satisfy me. um, Because they're not God. 
And there are certain voids that we have that only God himself can fulfill. But this whole time I've had this list of things and, you know, guys will come at me and I'll like them for a few seconds and then I don't like them anymore. It's because, Jessica, you don't know what you want. Some of us are saying we want this and we want that, but it's not really what we want. And I don't know who that is for, but God had to show me, like, just you don't know what you want, girl. Because you, you asked for this and I, and I kind of give you a little glimpse of that and you don't even want it no more. So I have really been contemplating like revisit. Now there are some things on my list that, of course, are just non-negotiables. Like I want a man of integrity. I want a man who loves God. Da da da. But there's some other things on my list. Guys, like just you're not even those things. You're not even consistent with possessing those traits, especially when you get mad at me. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know who that was for. Um, number three, who are you listening to? Make sure you're listening to the right things. That's very important in this season that you're listening or whatever season you may be in. Make sure you're listening to the right thing. Number four, focus on his word. Y'all, I told y'all the enemy tried me and I and I fell short. I stopped focusing on God's word and I started focusing on the things around me, my situations, what it was looking at, looking like, my bank account, the fact that my phone is dry. I started looking at those things. You got to focus on his word. Number five, don't go back to something God delivered you from. Um, lost wife, look back and she turned to a grain of salt. Stop being in another, uh, this season, looking back at last season. You, it's about, it's fall. Today is literally fall and you still looking at springtime. Let it go, sis. And number six, this is what really blessed me um, on Wednesday when Pastor Sims, um, he preached about, hold on. He preached about it's going to be okay. And so Romans chapter eight Verses 35. Hold on, Romans chapter 8. Verses 35. And I want to make sure that I read it correctly. It says, Who can separate us from the love of Christ? Can affliction or distress or persecution or phantom, our nakedness, our danger, our sword? As it is written, because of you, we are being put to death all day long. We are counted as sheep to be slaughtered. And what the way that Pastor broke that down really, it really spoke to my heart. It says, what can separate us from the love of Christ? Nothing. It doesn't matter whether I'm in this season, that season, the last season, the season after this. Nothing can separate me from the love of God. Whether I'm single, whether I'm in a relationship, whether I'm hurt, whether I have money, whether I'm broke, broken and broke. Oh, you broke, broke. Whether I am well, whether I'm sick, whether I am battling with things internally, whether I'm battling things externally, whether I'm stressed out, whether people are talking about me, whether people are hurting me, whether there are people stabbing me in my back, whether people have left me and given up on me. It doesn't matter what I may find myself in. There's nothing that can separate me from the love of God. There's nothing that can stop God from loving me. And I think that's the number one word that I needed because I have been making a few mistakes because of the fact that I was not liking this season that I'm in. Or maybe because I didn't understand that just because my season doesn't look like how I want it to doesn't mean that it's not my season. Um, I saw something on Facebook where the girl was like, you know, I was in a season where it felt like God was doing nothing. It felt like nothing was happening. It just felt like it just felt like nothing was happening. And she said that's where God was doing the absolute most. Those moments where you feel like God's not doing nothing, where it seems quiet, where it seems that um you just kind of going day by day. God is up to something great. It may not look like it. It may not feel like it. 
But God is up to something. And while he's doing what he can do, you have to, one, prepare for the blessings that God has already promised you. The same way we prepped for Hurricane Florence, you need to prep for God's blessings. You have to know what season you're in. You have to grow up in certain areas. Ask God to show you what areas you need to grow up in. I know I need to do that. There are some things that have to die in you so that the things that God wants to live and bring to life can come. You got to be careful at what you're listening to. Don't listen to what the enemy says. Don't let your your insecurities speak louder than God's promises. Don't let your doubts speak louder than God's promises. Don't let your 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 insecurities, your doubts, your low confidence, all that. Don't let that speak louder than God's promises because y'all, I did a I did a episode a few weeks ago about fake confidence and I when I tell you my confidence was tested it was tested and God reminded me that nothing outside of him is solid. Everything can shake up at any moment. Don't go back to the thing that God has delivered you from. And remember that nothing can separate us from God's love. Nothing you do can separate you from God's love. God is so awesome. He's so amazing, and I honestly, if I'm really transparent, I um, I went to church this morning, kind of bratty. Like, I woke up in a kind of bratty mood because I had my high moments and I had my low moments. So I'm not going to lie. And, you know, I was just, I was actually going to act stink towards God. Like, I'm not going to clap. They're not, they, I'm not going to do nothing. I'm just going to go with the flow. And Pastor Sim says, your praise is not based off your circumstances. Your praise is based off who God is and what he's done. And so when I started to think about all that God has done for me and who God is to me, I was moved. And when I say I got a word from the Lord today, I got a word. So I don't know who else needed a word because I told God, I said, I need a word. I don't need a song. I don't need I don't need none of that. I just need a word, God, because right now I feel low. And he gave me three. He told me to wait for it. He told me it's going to be okay. And he told me it's your season. But you got to understand that just because it's your season, it's not going to always look like a happy-go-lucky season. This could be your season that God is growing you up. There's This may be your season where God is cutting things off of you. That can't go with you in the next season. So, I don't know who this episode was for. I know it was definitely for me because y'all, I I, oof, I was a mess. But I'm so grateful that God does not give up on me. Um, and I'm so grateful that he's faithful even when I'm unfaithful. And so, I'm, I'm just excited. And I'm very, um, my, my perspective has definitely changed um, going into this upcoming week. So, yeah. Y'all pray for me. Y'all please pray for me. Um, I got like four text messages throughout this week. And it was from people just saying, Hey, Jess, I'm thinking about you. Or just checking in on you. And that meant the world to me. When somebody just says, Jess, I'm checking on you, or Jess, I'm thinking about you, those mean the world to me. So I challenge all of us this week to just text somebody that you haven't spoken to in a long time, or whoever, ask God to place some people on your heart, and just text them and say, hey, sis, or hey, bro, I just want to check on you and tell you I love you, and that everything's going to be okay. You may not know if they're going through anything. They may not be going through anything, but just a reminder that everything is going to be okay it's sometimes all that we need um i know this episode was a little long today but i gave y'all a few extra minutes since i wasn't here last week and i will not let the enemy again keep me from walking in purpose and not recording because i'm throwing a temper tantrum next time i'm gonna just get on here and just be realistic and be like y'all i don't got nothing to say today but i'm gonna do it anyway because god has been too good for me too good to me.
for me to just not do what he's called me to do. Um, oh, and another thing before I go, I learned something. I watched this Zoom, this live that these girls had, and they were talking about purpose and gifts. And so I a few weeks ago, I talked about purpose. And I want to share with y'all what I learned because I'm growing up too. I'm growing in God too, just, as like, just like you are. Our purpose does not change. You were placed on this earth to bring glory to God. That is our purpose. Our gifts are the things, the gifts that God has placed inside of us. When we use them the way that he wants us to use them, when we allow him to guide us, not only will they make room for us, but they will bring glory to him. So your gift is what you use to walk out your purpose. Your purpose is to glorify God, to bring glory to his name. Your gift may change. So because at one point my gift was speaking to young girls and I still have that. I had the mentoring group, but God has shifted my gift to from speaking to younger girls to speaking to the women of my generation. And so my gift looks a little different. I mean, I'm still pouring into females. They're just a different age. But my purpose never changes. My purpose then and my purpose now is still to bring glory to God's name. So I just wanted to share that with y'all because it really it really made sense to me. Because sometimes you may seem like, okay, God, what is my purpose? Like, what is my purpose? Like, I was good at this this season, but I'm not good at this that this next season, like, what is my purpose? Our purpose on this earth is to bring glory to God, to draw people to his kingdom, and to uplift his name and to make it greater than it already is. Our gifts are the things that God has placed inside of us that will allow us, when we use them, will help us to walk in purpose. So I hope that makes sense, y'all. I love y'all so much. Um, Thank you so much for being patient with me. Thank you so much for... um, your support thank you so much for listening and just thank you for sharing this um don't forget that you're not in this alone i promise you that you're not in this alone i don't care what the enemy tries to tell you i don't care what society tries to tell you sis you're not by yourself i'm here with you i'm praying with you i'm praying for you um and i hope that you all have a an amazing week ask god to show you what season you're in so that you can be intentional on what you're doing this season. Um, you're not going to wear shorts in the wintertime. I mean, some people may, but it's, it's not a season. So you want to make sure you're doing things that's right for your season. And since it's going to be okay, I know it may not feel good. I may, I know it may not look good. Trust me, I know it don't look good. It may not always sound good. It may not even just, it may not look like nothing that God has told you is going to be a part of your your future but this is going to be okay um i go i'm going to be pressing more into god and i pray that you will do the same thing and i pray that god will speak to all of our hearts and insecurities um and i don't usually do this but i feel like doing this now i want to say a quick prayer for us um i don't know i was moved just now to do this prayer so God, I thank you so much for your love. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your mercy. And I thank you for your son, Jesus Christ. God, I thank you for loving me in spite of my faults, in spite of my shortcomings, and in spite of my sinful nature. Lord, I repent of all the things that I've done knowingly and unknowingly, oh God, that have hurt your heart, that have went against your word, that went against your character, God, that grieved the Holy Spirit. God, I repent right now and I ask, oh God, that you will forgive me for my sins, oh God. Lord, I pray that you will search my mind, search our hearts, oh God, and get rid of anything that is not of you, oh Lord. God, I pray right now for my sisters who are listening to this and even my brothers who are listening to this, oh God. I pray right now that you will speak to our areas of disbelief, our areas of insecurities, our areas of low self-esteem, our areas of hope, 
hopelessness, our areas of depression, our areas of anger, our areas of bitterness, our areas of negativity. God, speak to our areas of darkness in our lives. God, speak to those things that don't look like you, oh God. And we cast those things out in the name of Jesus. God, I pray right now, oh God, that you will continue to watch over us and keep us guarded from the enemy's attacks, oh God. Lord, I pray, oh God, that you will send us the right people, oh God, who can pour into us for the season that we're in, oh God. Lord, I pray that you will reveal to us the season that we're in. And I pray, oh God, that you will give us strategy, that you will give us wisdom, and that you will give us insight and instructions on how you want us to walk in this season, God. I pray that we will be so uh, in alignment with you in this season, oh God, that we'll, we'll see things from a different perspective, God. Lord, I pray that you will strengthen our spiritual eyes, strengthen our spiritual mind, oh God. And Lord, I just pray right now, oh God, that you will put blinders on us and block out everything that we don't need to see, everything that we don't need to listen to in this season, oh God. Lord, we pray that we will put you Back on the throne where you belong, oh God. Back on the throne of our hearts, oh God. Because we know that nothing and no one can satisfy us and quench our thirst the way that you do, God. So right now, oh God, I speak healing over my sisters and brothers who are listening to this episode. I speak victory over my brothers and sisters who are listening to this episode. God, I speak healing and freedom. I speak um, restoration. Lord, I, I speak um, increase and expansion. And Lord, I just speak, oh God, I speak great things over the lives of those who are listening to this podcast, who are connected to this podcast. And God, I just pray right now, oh God, that we will continue to walk in a way that is, um, pleasing in your eyesight. God, I love you. I pray that you will put people in our hearts this week that you want us to reach out to and that you want us to speak to and that you want us to pour into oh god and we are trusting and believing that when we pour into others oh god that you will pour back into us and when we give to others oh god you will give back to us oh god press down shaking together oh god lord we trust you we thank you god that we are healed we thank you that we are free. We thank you, oh God, that our broke days are over. We thank you, oh God, that our lonely days are over. We thank you, oh God, that you are opening new doors for us. God, we thank you that we are walking through this season with integrity, with our heads held high, and we are learning all that we need to learn, oh God. Daddy, thank you for being a good, good father, Lord. We bless you. We love you. And I just pray that you watch over us through this entire week and that something good happens to us, oh God. We are walking in expectation, oh God, that you are going to blow our minds this week, oh God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Y'all, I love y'all. I don't know where that came from because this is my first time praying on this podcast. Um, But... Hopefully somebody can take something away from it. I hope you all having an amazing week and I will check back in with y'all on next Monday. I love y'all. If y'all have any comments, questions, concerns, topic ideas, anything, please share them with me. And for my iTunes users, don't forget to comment, comment, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Love y'all. And as my pastor back at home always says, there is nothing you can do about it.